Hello and welcome to episode 226 of the Washed Up Emo podcast. I am Tom Mullen from washedupemo.com. Today in the podcast, we welcome again Jeff Caudill from Gameface. He talks about his new band, Low Coast. They have an album out right now called Existing the Dream out on Spartan Records. If you're thinking what it sounds like, Death Cab for Cutie meets Wilco. So if that's any uh, help, dive into the new Low Coast record. What's great is Jeff and I did this in person here in California, and it was nice after so many interviews far away and remote during COVID to be able to do this in person again. So it was a great chat, and I hope you enjoy uh, the chat with Jeff. Learn more about Low Coast at SpartanRecords.com. And again, that album is Existing the Dream out on Spartan Records right now. Now, with Patreon, uh, if you want to just join, you can join as a free member. So uh, it doesn't need to cost any money. But if you want to pay, that's also very cool. But you don't have to. It is Patreon.com slash WashedUpEmo. So please check that out. You can just join for free. There's no obligation. and There'll be different content related. So enjoy. This is episode 226 of the Washed Up Emo podcast with Jeff Cottle from Gameface and Low Coast. And Jeff Cottle and Tom hanging out in Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. All right. Perfect. Jeff, what's going on? I'm just enjoying the sun. <laughs> Thank you again for having Melody on the uh, on the show last last time. It was, I mean, I enjoyed listening to her way more than I enjoyed listening to my own voice. But she's <laughs> she is you know quite she's on it. Yeah, and she it was it, it was a real treat for me to. to it was pretty. To her. Go- I had a lot of like, I let a lot of comments from people saying, "Hey." That was really cool to have her dad and then her and then how how she, it was almost like you were out of the room mm-hmm. and she was not more relaxed, no, she, no, she, but just I, like I noticed more there. I, yeah, I, Do you know I, what I, I mean? noticed she she perked up and became sort of her her thing. And that and that's and that's, you know, growing up and, and being, you know, your own person. And that's we've seen that happen over the past year or so. And now that she's moved out, she's you know, she's living up in UC Santa Cruz. We can tell. We can tell. You know, there's a difference where she's really understanding who she is. She's finding what she really likes, and it's 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 sad, but it's also really fun to to watch. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I was just saying earlier, she her band's playing a frat party at, in Berkeley tonight, which I think I'm dying to know how that goes. I think Gameface may have played one or two. Um, you know, when we first started off, we were playing like backyards and parties and right. things like that. But I'm dying to to, to uh, check in with her later. But a couple weeks ago, she was supposed to play, her band was supposed to play a 21 and over show. And she, of course, she's 18. And uh, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say, hey, right. what what's going on with that? But it turns out, well... The show didn't happen anyway. It, 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 the The headliner had to cancel, and it didn't happen anyway. But I, I was I was on the edge of my seat, you know, what, what, you know, trying to. I wanted to see how the club handled it, because I have a story, and I I, I had to call her and tell her about this after I found out that she was going to play this thing because it, it just made me remember this. Yeah. So back in, you know, when I was probably I was probably like nineteen. Um. 
my first band. It was like a, just like a cover, cover, punk cover band in high school. We were called No Such Thing. We played like Seven Seconds, Social Distortion, and we did. Uh, well, we named the band after an Agent Orange song, No Such <laughs> Thing. And so we had a few originals. We also played like a punk rock version of If You Leave by uh, OMD, you know, from the Pity, Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Mm-hmm. We also played the song Pretty in Pink by the Psychedelic Furs. We probably would have just been happy just playing all of the uh, John Hughes movie uh, <laughs> music. But we had this band, and um, and we were just playing parties, and we or we played at high school, you know, played in the quad or whatever. But the first time that we got like a real club show was in Huntington Beach, and two, m- me and the drummer were younger. We were still in high school at the time, and the bass player and guitarist were two years ahead of us, so they had already been graduated, and they were over twenty-one. So we we showed up to play this show. And it was our first, you know, first time being on a flyer and like, you know, really like, oh, we're playing, you know, I remember, I remember it was Night Moves, the club's called Night Moves in Huntington Beach. And so, you know, we told our friends and I didn't know, we didn't really stop to think that it was a, it was 21 and over. I had no idea. But we went as far as to, we showed up and we did sound check and we were all ready to play. And then we discovered that this, you know, or the the guy was like, "Hey, you know, you let's see your ID." And I was like, "Ah, shit!" Like, I, I did, I did, didn't didn't know. And so they were like, "Well, that sucks." You know, like we 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 really can't let you play. And then we you know, we had some friends show up, and no one could come. In, no one could get in the oh, in the man. building. We're like, "Ah, fuck!" And then so we were like, "Okay." We did sound check and it sounded great. Like there was a, it was the first time we actually sounded like a real band. You know, we, we were like, oh wow, this, you know, we could really hear ourselves. Right, it wasn't, the wasn't, it wasn't playing in the, in the garage and it right. wasn't playing in like a backyard. So we were like, ah shit. So we packed up, but then the the owner or the booking agent or whoever the guy was, the promoter, there was an office in the club, and one of the bouncers was like, hey, the the uh, the booking guy wants to talk to you guys and we're like oh, okay you know may, may, maybe he wants to you know have us back <laughs> on a different night or whatever but basically he just wanted to tell us that he he that we wasted his time and it was it was yeah it, it, and it wasn't cool I whoa mean, but the thing is like my well i guess 18 year, or 19 year old me not not as warm and not as uh, kind as, 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 as i should have been so I was like not having it and he was just sort of like reading us the riot act and like, hey, you wasted our time. You know, you wasted, I'm, I'm, I'm spending money on these guys, the bouncers. We could be home with our families. And so I, Mr. I, 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 don't, I don't really know where this even came from, but I'm like, he says, you know, we could be home with our families tonight instead of here with you assholes. And I was like, oh, you like, you have a family. And I was like, and, it's, and you could, it was like the longest you know, five seconds of silence. And the next thing we, we know, we're running down the hall to try to get out of this club because they, they, they're, they're chasing after us. And we jump into... What about your shit? What about all your well, gear? It, we, were, we were all packed up. Oh, you're all packed up. Luckily. But we, we, we got into... The, we pretty much all came in one car, like a small, like, you know, Volkswagen, our bass players driving. 
and then the, the four or like four or five bouncers they're all like surrounding the car to, like they, they won't they wouldn't let us leave the parking lot and we're like just i mean they were just trying to freak us out it, it probably wasn't that big of a deal but to me it was like oh, we're all gonna die and, and and so we finally escape but anyway that was it was i love uh, that it, it was uh did yeah. you ever play night moves again no we did not we did not <laughs> is night moves have a different venue after hours like that sounds like an after hours it sounds like now thinking about it now yeah <laughs> sounds a little but sketchy. i i um but i thought about that i didn't th- i hadn't thought about that in a long time so so you told melody yeah i was just like hey you know this here you know here's a cautionary tale i just want to make sure you know that you're you're upfront about about that stuff and couldn't, make the, sure ba- that they couldn't know. the booking agent have asked how old you guys were I don't know. It was 1989 or whatever. You know, I, I I I don't know. But Melody said that the venue they said they they knew and they 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 knew that and they were totally cool with it and they were just gonna figure it out like you know just not having her near the bar or whatever. Yeah. But I thought that was that was funny that she. That's yeah. F- that's funny. I mean, I remember playing in bands and and just being like, okay, you're gonna have X's on your hands. If you drink or yeah. you do anything, we are going to take it. Like they sort of like threaten you before, like do not yeah. mess this up. Totally. You, your rights to be able to, or not your rights, you're, you're here to play Yeah, and that's cool, yeah. but do not. And so I think it was more of the pre, like before the, instead of the riot act bef- after we got the riot act before. Right, right. Yeah. I just, since that, or following that, we just only played all ages shows. You know, up until, you know, we were like 30, probably, yeah. you know, it, it was just nothing but all of his shows after that. And, you know, and we didn't really understand the scene. We were just happy to be, we were, we were just happy to be able to play on a real stage. Right. Even if it was just for sound check. Absolutely. I like that. So that's, that's tonight. When are you going to get the update? You're going to get someone live streaming it for you? Uh, no, I just, I'm just, hoping, I'm just hoping for a text that everything's, everything's cool. <laughs> um, but how yeah. long is the, how long is their set? How many how many songs have they got? They got it's a full set. I think I think you know they like maybe nine or ten songs. Cool. I think yeah yeah yeah. I mean they she's got a catalog already. It's, I it's, know it's it's, it's, it's it's fun. And the guy you know like we we already you guys already had talked about, it, but the 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 guys that she's playing with they're they're like they're a few years older than her, but they're pros. You know they're 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 really good and. uh I can't remember if I had mentioned this on that podcast, but the two that I had met before when I went to see them in, in Berkeley, I, saw, I met the, the, it was the drummer and the bassist. I, I saw them before and I just, got, I just, I recognized them and they recognized me too. And they're like, Hey, you're Melody's dad. He just like, he said, we have one goal, this show. We want to impress Melody's dad. And uh, one of the dudes was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, you know, he, he showed me his phone. He's like, you know, uh, I've been listening to Game Face. So that's, that's awesome. Like, uh, yeah. So that was, and how old were they? Like 21, 20? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. The next generation. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it, I'm glad, I'm glad it's happening. It's still happening. I think that's what people forget as we get older and maybe we're going to more reunions or more anniversary shows. Oh yeah, it's happening whether we want it to or not. It's just, like I said, I think that's what was so exciting about talking to her and I think more of those discussions to just hear how they're dealing with things, hear what they're doing. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, It's exactly what you experienced before me. 
yeah, totally. after you, it's it's not that that yeah. that ideal like or that idea of DIY or that punk rock thing is still there, and yeah. that's what's I think kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and 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 Melody really does get it. She she totally understands like the the uh, I guess the ethos of the uh, of this of this whole scene. It's 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 pretty great. Yeah. So gr- again, great job, Dad. So Dad, Dad's got a new project. New project. Well, it's not the newest project on the on uh, on the block, but it's new now. It will because it's finally finally real. Finally out. Yeah, but I've been been. Uh, yeah, this has been a thing that I've been a, a band that I've been working on for years. How long? Um, probably three. You know, like we, you know, it pre pre pandemic, we started. You know, we started recording. We started. You know, but the. You know, I I I I'm always writing songs, and I've always been, like I think I've always been sort of chasing the idea of this band, like guys who. Uh, like you know, just players who are way above my skill level, people that can come in and 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 take my songs to other levels. Um, I you know I've done a bunch of so I did I did you know between like Game Face broke up in early two thousands, and I went right to right to doing solo records. I did like you know a bunch of stuff, mostly playing everything on my own. You know, I, I had a few people come in or, or, or I would just get people to come in and play whoever, you know, whoever I could wrangle because I had a vision of what I wanted to do and like, okay, this is what I want, this is what I wanted to sound like. But I've never really, I mean, we, and we did, you know, a, ba- a band, like a live band did sort of form, form around that, but it never really was. It, it was, you know, it was, it was my thing. Right. And it was like, be just sort of being supported by other players you know we had Robbie Wrist and you know Popeye played a lot on, on you know and but uh I'd always been sort of chasing the idea of having and really having a band where we're all equal we all you know we just treat it as its own entity and I finally and it was probably a good thing that you know the the pandemic happened and, and, it, and the, it derailed the recording and we you know had to really we all had to sort of pause and uh, uh, you know, just think about what what it is that is important, or what's what is fulfilling. And I think that we all, all all of us agree that playing, you know, playing, especially at the age that we're, you know, we're men of men of a certain age, and um, being able to still get in a room and play with people that inspire, and that's that's really it's top of the list for me. And so I'm really happy that we have found this and that we are all equally excited about it. And so, yeah, the record... And it's, it's, not, it's not all on you. Yeah, and, and that's, it, that's been nice to feel, to feel that support because I've just sort of taken, you know, it's just sort of, it had been sort of a given that, you know, in, in all of the solo stuff I've been putting out, I don't expect, I didn't expect anyone to to have you know to be in, as invested in it as I was of course but now it's 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 really nice to feel like everyone is equally as is invested in and uh it yeah it's it, it 
It shows. It shows in the in in the product and in, in, in what, what what we made, and it shows when we play together, and it's it's been it's been been cool. So, I really have been like wanting this for for decades. And wow. This is to take nothing away from Game Face, those are my life bros, and you know, and my you know like, like they're, and I don't feel like that's over, but I've always wanted to a band that does the things that this band does. So, yeah, it's 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 a it's a really hopeful place to be right now. Rad. Yeah. And then I think you had said to me, I think after we were done with Melody that the the or even if we were just chatting maybe at one of the the shows if it was the Troubadour was the songs itself for this are sort of a different thing for you like from tone. Correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean they all kind of originate this in a similar way but um i uh be, you know because I, we, we, these these guys are are so good and they're so uh they and also they're coming at it from a different angle than than me um you know I, there there was like, like an, a little bit of an element of surprise when we were recording you know like or when we were working out the songs like the, with the with past projects i, I kind of knew you, I, I could already see that what the what the song was going to be before we worked it out, and in this band, there's a little bit more of the experimentation, a little bit more of a little more element of a surprise. We're trying stuff that I maybe it wouldn't have landed on, you know, had I had it just been left up to, left up to only me. So, um, what what was that like to feel? It was like it was, like the first time someone was like, "Wait a minute, what about this?" And then your mind, you're like, "I usually do X." Was that? I think that would be fun. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, like, well, that's the thing. Like, it, it it was both fun and then a little scary and then a little bit liberating because I I always say that with Game Face, I'm like, you know, like let's try to, you know, let's see where we can take this. But and but I but I always know, like, or we always know, like we always know what we do. And we don't want to. We we never really wanted to go that far out in one way or the other, because then it alienates the fans that you have, and you, right. you know you don't want to sound like a completely different thing. But uh, yeah, when I was like, well, you know, let's we can try doing like a five minute fucking weird space jam just to see what what you know, see if that is something that we we enjoy, or like a weird, um, you know string intro or or i mean even just to have the second guitar shred yeah which you're usually a three piece yeah, yeah and then to have keys yeah the keys like really i mean and and brian on keys he i mean he's he brought he wasn't really even going to be in the band he but he ended up playing like on every song just about every song on the record now he's now he's just in the band because we just we, we love him and he, <laughs> we, and and so yeah he's 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 in there now. But so what sound scratches did that itch? Did low coast itch for well, you? I mean. 
Hey, if you need an exciting new record to look forward to, Iodine Recordings, the Boston-based record label, is releasing the 30th anniversary edition of Quicksand's classic debut, Slip, on vinyl. This is the album's first time on vinyl in over a decade with completely remastered sound. This deluxe gatefold edition with Slipcase comes with a poster, a deluxe LP, and a 64-page hardcover book. The book chronicles the album's history and has commentary from Anthrax, Hole, Rise Against, Youth of Today, Papa Roach, and more. Experience this iconic post-hardcore record in a brand new way with the 30th anniversary edition of quicksand slip available for pre-order now and in stores on march 31st 2023 and since they returned in 2021 iodine recordings has released almost 20 albums to date from bands like stretch armstrong the darling fire one line drawing jerome's dream sulker fire and more head on over to iodinerecordings.com for more and follow them on instagram at iodine recordings i'm i've always even you know even back in the day when starting off, like we, you know, Game Face, we never a hardcore band, but we always played. We played hardcore shows. That was just the sort of like the the scene that we fell into, and it was it, w- it was great because I loved all that stuff. But I just in my guts, like we, I just we were never going to play that type of thing, and I'm glad that we were accepted as as accepted as we were in that scene, in the hardcore scene, or in the punk scene, or emo scene, or or you know any of that stuff. On the because we were always sort of floating outside of all those things, but I, you know, I loved, you know, right after junior high when I sort of graduated from being only into metal, (laughs) you know, I started listening to REM and you know a little more like new, like you know, just like that sort of new wavy college rock type thing, and I was I loved, you know, Uncle Tupelo and Buffalo Tom and 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 this more jangly type of stuff and that's always been a, a kind of an influence on everything that I that I've done even even game face it comes through a little bit there's a little bit of jangle there's a little bit of twang mm-hmm. but I've always really wanted like if you know like if I in my heart if I you know I've always wanted to be in the heartbreakers you know like if I had a band that could play like that band that's that's what I'd what that's what I'd want to do, you know, um, you know, just American jangly rock, and that's kind of just been the thing that that's re- that's really kind of been in my heart the whole time. So give me a Rickenbacker and let's go. Yeah, yeah. And so now it really it does it feels like like exactly that. We've got our Ben Montench and we've got our Mike Campbell, and it's 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 great. So Jeff Cotto yeah. and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't quite have the same ring. No, it doesn't actually. Yeah. But no, I, 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 it's so you've wanted to kind of have this. Yeah. And then when, why, why did writing those songs, did you have some of these ideas a long ass time ago? And then finally it sort of solidified with this. Cause it's sort of rad to hear that you're doing something that you've wanted to do yeah. and finally had a, a place to do it. I think, I think all, I think all my songs could have gone that way. It's with just that group. I, yeah. But, but I just didn't have that group. Um, and 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 the truth is, for this the, this batch of songs, I thought I was going to be writing another solo record, like another like, and I thought this was going to be like a really stripped down, stark, depressing solo record. And I, and, and, and and I did a couple demos, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I yeah, the first four or five songs were you know just strict acoustic, but I just you know I just kept stockpiling them. But then I started like. You know, I'm always, I, you know, there's, I always have some 
rock riffs and things like that. But as as I started to connect with these guys, and it started to seem like it was going to swing towards being a band, then I'm like, okay, this is this is now is the time. So yeah, to finally get to finally get like the, this band that I've been sort of dreaming about at 51, <laughs> it's uh, you know, I guess better late than never. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could, I, I really, actually, I like that, that you had these songs, you were going to do acoustic, and then, you know, you could have just gone that route. Yeah, I mean, that's what, I, that's what I've just been sort of conditioned to do, you know, and just putting stuff out on my own, not really even, like, I haven't, you know, it's, it has not been like a, it's never been a career path for me. I've just been, it's just, an, it's been, an, you know, my outlet, my creative outlet, it's an art project, but now I really I want I want to if I, I want to treat this band with a little more reverence because I feel like we we I feel like we deserve it. So what's what's different about this record for you from a promotion wise, or is it going to be more touring or more? Well, all stuff that remains it? to be seen. the 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 goal is yes, we 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 want to play like we 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 want to get out and and do we want to play wherever wherever they'll have us. But as a new band starting at zero. And also being, like I said, a band of men of a certain age, the opportunities aren't really there right at the moment, at least. But that is not going to stop us from trying. Um, uh, being on a proper label, you know, I, I, I so far, um, you know, it's been a definite, a, like, like a big sort of a step up from what I've been doing. You know, especially with, especially with the solo stuff because that's just on my own but yeah it's been really nice to ha you know to have like a little team to you know have people you know in, in in our corner and that you know that 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 really get their album they get the band they 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 they're really behind the project so that's been cool that's great yeah and then what what's some uh, if someone's listening to this and check out songs or mention a few and sort of Maybe the sound or some of the stories behind it, or ones you want to mention. Try to describe it to someone. Like I said, if Tom Petty and Death Cab for Cutie had a band together, that might be pretty close. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's definitely has like a indie rock thing, but there's like there's some there is that Americana jangle. Um, we also were blessed with. Uh, the album being mixed by Kevin Ratterman from Elliot, who's he's done a lot of really great pro, um, projects in that world too. That sort of Americana thing. He's right now he's he's working on a um, a uh, with an artist called Strand of Oaks, and that was, he did a record. Uh, Kevin did a record uh, with them a while back, and that was the one that I heard, and I was like, okay, th I think this is the guy for for us because he's. You know, has a foot, obviously a foot in the sort of post-hardcore emo thing. We have a connection, you know, being on same record, record label, label back in the day. Yep. But he, um, but he's, you know, working on these like sort of like hippie jangly bands now. And I thought he was, he would be the the right guy. That's so, perfect. Yeah. So it, that that worked out really great. Um, but yeah, um, and so we our first single um, was called Hard to Believe, and we. Um, we made this video uh we and this is also like back this is like probably during the pandemic we 
you know, we, uh, I, I sent the song around just to like friends and family, close people that we were close to. And I asked them to, you know, listen to, listen to the song. And uh, if, you, if it moved you, you know, take a video of yourself singing it, just your face. Or, you know, just, or, or we just want to see your face. But we, we ended up, you know, getting a bunch of people to, to, awesome. to participate. And that video came out really nice. That's, that's out there now. Um, but yeah, the, the, fir- the first two, the first two songs on the record are available to, to stream on all the, all the streaming things right now. And then uh, more stuff. So you're hoping for tours to come up and sort of taking a swing yeah, differently yeah. than yeah, your yeah, solo we stuff. We have a few local shows now, but, um, but yeah, we are right now is the, the, the stage where, you know, the sky's the limit, anything could happen and we'll, 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 we'll probably get a nice slap of reality sometime soon. <laughs> but uh, right now it's, it's fun. Like for me, like it's always been for every project I've done, the, f- the most fun are the weeks or the months, I guess, leading up to when the record comes out. Right. All the sort of like all the possibilities, like, you know, you put throughout a single and you, you get all this great feedback or, you know, you like, or you're working on the artwork and everyone's getting excited or you're making stuff, making a video or you're doing all the artistic, all the artistic things. But then once the release date comes, it's real and, you, and everyone's kind of looking at the results. And then you're sort of faced with, is this successful, you know? Um, and I've, you know, I've always had to sort of, redefine success you know uh but uh i mean regardless we're you know very very proud of of, of this record and we're gonna you know we're, we're do you know whatever, whatever we can but uh yeah it's 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 it, 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 it is tough like you know to to have something that's basically starting at zero and putting so much into the songs like you know i i've, I've written songs about you know the, 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 these k- kind of get get down in the depths a little bit you know of just shit that i want to talk about and you know want to put out there you spend a lot of time making these things and then you then it's there then it's out there for everyone to hear and some people maybe listen to the first 15 seconds of every song and they move on and so that that's what's kind of hard to, to take it's hard with every every project right but uh do you want to yeah. talk about some of the issues that you mentioned on the record or yeah we could i mean yeah i mean there's a, there's a, there's a lot i mean of course the song hard to believe is you know i tried to uh, to touch on the you know the divide that we have in our especially especially in, in the country but just you know just the uh the idea that it's so hard to talk to people who are of a different, uh, I mean, especially like a, a political mindset and how when, you know, when you don't address problems, they loom larger and larger and larger in your, in your mind and it becomes harder to, you know, to, uh, to meet and so, and I'm just, you know, especially over this pa- these past few years, it's been pretty gnarly, you know, just watching people, you know, like just sort of devolve and not, we're n- no, we're not able to communicate like we used to. Or I, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe we never have, but it's just definitely a lot more amplified now. 
yeah, a song or two where I don't know if I want you to to know what it's really about. You know, if there's there's uh, I, I did write some songs about uh, specifically about people that have passed like like that was kind of like it was like a goal it's like i'm gonna write i need you know i'm gonna write a song about this person or at least like write a song that will remind me of this person Mm -hmm. but i don't need you to know uh specifically what you know each each line is about right um there what is one there's a, a when i was in eighth grade uh my best friend died he um he was on like a Boy Scout trip and he fell off a cliff in the middle of the night. You know, it was like fucked up accident. And uh, I didn't know, like, you know, of course, I, you know, I was at home. I had, I had like a soccer game in the morning. His dad came over to my house, talked to my dad, and then they told me. And, I, you know, just my mind just went fucking blank. You know, you, like, you, I, I had no idea how to process any of that. Right. And then, you know, I kind of had a shitty eighth grade year and I, you know, sort of worked, like I worked it out the best I could, but I, I you know, I definitely didn't really go through the, the really the right way to, to grieve. No one really talked to me about it, you know, to, not to anyone, you know, not to discredit my parents or whatever, but right. you know, we just, no one knew how to, no one knew how to, to, to deal with that. But the the weirdest or not the weirdest thing, but the thing that that the thing that 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 came back to me decades later, there was there was another guy, another another friend. It was you know it's kind of like the, like the three of us. And when when the one friend passed away, the me and the other guy that was that was left, we did not know how to to move on. And we ended up like just like almost immediately, we just stopped talking to each other. Like it was like we neither of us existed to the other one. And I thought that was, I mean, it it felt like kind of natural at the time. Like it was like I was just sort of freaked. I was freaked out about being around him because it reminded me of this fucking tragedy. But uh, yeah, and so we ended up, you know moving on, going to high school, going to the same high school, but we just passed each each other in the hall as if we, you know, didn't know each other. But it wasn't until like pretty recently, you know, even the past like 10 years or so, I reached out and was like, hey man. And we we both kind of had the same thing to say. We're like, dude, we, I, I, I I had no, no support and I had nearly no idea how to even deal with that. But it's kind of, it's, it was, I thought it was interesting that we both had the same experience yeah. and how fucked up it was that we just could not, we just couldn't communicate. We couldn't like, you know, no one, there was nobody really there to help us process that, you know, cause we were, you know, I don't know, like 13 years old or. Right. So, um, there's a song that, that addresses that. But, awesome. But, but again, I don't care if you know that that's what, it, that that's what it's about. I, I, I think I care that you, uh, get that sort of a, a, a general feeling of, 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 of what, of how that feels, but you, you know, and then relate it to yourself or take yeah, a line that you like or totally. a word that you like. Oh yeah. yeah. There's so many songs that I love that I, you know, and maybe I don't want to know that what the actual meaning, cause I have, I have, I've got the music video in, in my head. 
I don't want to see. I don't want to see the, the the official video. I want to. I, I want to play the movie that I've made about the, what I think this song is about to me. So, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about like talking about the songs. Like, yeah. I love. I do love talking about songs and music, but it, it is kind. Of, I do sort of like clam up when I'm um, when I'm asked to explain my my songs. Right. And especially this way, because it was done not just in your head, you had others, even though the lyrics and the music might have started, but you had other influences yeah. in that room while you were doing it. Yeah. Yep. That's exciting, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's cathartic, as they say. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's cool. I do, yeah. I thank, thank God for music. This, this might make sense for especially for 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 this this podcast um the one the one song at the end of the record that we really take a lot of liberties let's say and the one that 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 I brought to the band and was like hey here's a song it's six verses no chorus i don't know what i want to do with it i don't know if it needs to have a chorus i don't know if i want to have a chorus but this is what i have and so we just, this was a, a, a thing that really grew organically and it really grew as, I mean, it, it's, it's the longest song on the record and it goes into this sort of spacey, hippie jam, which is something that I would, never would have done. Right. And I would have said, that's lame. And I would have said, there's no way we're doing this. But as we were getting into it and as we yeah just sort of followed the you know the muse of the of the song and end of the lyrics it felt completely right and we did all these fun things dave our guitarist is just insane and and uh you know we did a lot of stuff at the, at, towards the end of the song where there's a we 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 dropped an amp as a percussion thing we there's a you know we basically just dropped it and recorded the sound of of the a, a, an amp makes when you drop it and it with like the reverb yeah the reverb tank you know goes yeah, off yeah, yeah. but yeah there's there so we we did a lot of fun stuff but the uh the song is the is about the idea that nobody knows you as well or in in, in an intimate way like your car stereo like you are when you're alone especially when you're driving at night depending on where you're going or where you're coming from i feel i feel like you are the your most you're at your you're you're at your you're yourself you um you're the most yourself when you're sort of alone and you're singing to the radio and you are sort of being your authentic person and the shit you think about and the, 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 the things that, you know, I, um, so anyway, so I, I wanted to write a song that is about your relationship with your car stereo. And, uh, so there's, and, and it ends up being, you know, it's six, six verses. There's a lot of, I, and, and I'm not gonna, I don't want to ex explain each one, but there's a lot of nods to people um, a few in in in, in, in like especially like, like I said that a lot of the record not has it has nods to 
people that I've known that have passed. There's a there's a little nod to John Bunch in that song. And uh, but yeah, I think that that song, and that was the sort of the the sort of the visual for the album cover. Uh, it's just that once we sort of cracked that one and we started letting go and playing in in a way that I had never really played before. I mean, it almost sounds like, you know, like it, the Grateful Dead at at times, which is I'm not, I've never been a fan of. Right. But it's like we really, it was cool. We It really felt like we were exploring stuff that at least I had never really, really tried. I think once we, once we had that one down, I was, I was like, okay, this is definitely the band that I've always wanted to, to be in. So anyway, car stereo, no one knows you like your car stereo. <laughs> 